This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss two Eli Roth movies about people whose lives probably would have turned out better if they had just stayed home. I want to stay inside. I want to stay inside for good. I want to stay inside. Horror podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? Uh, summer is here. It is. It's yeah. starting to get warm. It's actually, I want to knock on some wood around here because I haven't been miserable yet. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. But, but it is it's June. getting hot. It yeah. is June and it is warm and it's getting to be swimming weather. Got my Got your pool already? I got my bathing suit on right now. Me too. I'm wearing a banana hammock. Mine is nothing. (laughs) Stick it to this leather chair. Commando. Yeah, it's very hot and sticky. Yeah, summertime. Got plans this summer? Yeah, going to Hawaii next month. Jeez, look at you. It's going to be jet setting. I know. I need to get away. It's going to be nice. I need to get a tan, though, so I'm going to have to do some pre-work because... I'm a goddamn health hazard to anybody. Like I'll take my shirt off and blind people. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a good thing about living in Arizona. It's not hard to get burnt. <laughs> so you could just get burnt, and then by the time, uh, yeah, let's say I burn then, very then, easily. Then you'll be tan, by the because as the burn fades, it becomes tan. Unless you're me, and then it, you just go back to being red to white. Yes. <laughs> like I can maintain a tan for a couple of days, and then it's go to a tanning booth. Yeah, I did that like uh, I don't know, like ten years ago. I used to go tanning all the time at a tanning booth. Yeah, did they give you a little sticker? Oh, for my my schween? No, like I remember my sister used to go to a tanning booth and they'd give her like a sticker. Oh, you, so you could like have an outline of like a heart or like a Playboy bunny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think oh, it was yeah. a Playboy bunny, and uh, then you see how dark you've gotten. Yeah, I put the Playboy bunny on my butt. Yeah, no, I didn't do that, but I know what you're talking about. You should get one. Yeah, just. I'm not doing the tanning thing anymore, though. That's probably why what happened? I've had to get parts Did of my work? face burned off. Huh? Did it work, the tanning booth? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was really dark for a while there. Like, the yeah. last time I went to Hawaii, yeah, I was tan, but I had to cheat to get there. Yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes you gotta... I mean, <laughs> is it cheating? It's legal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it worked. I don't think people in Hawaii are like, wait a second. You, right there, with the tan. There was a dude... That's uh, not when real. When I used to go tanning, there was a UFC fighter. Uh, oh. I can't remember his name, but he he lived here. Cain Velasquez. I'm not sure, but I used to see him. Junior Dos Santos. He had a tattoo that said Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. That was his name. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, he used to go to the same tanning salon. Another idea yeah. for you. If you don't want to do tanning booth, be out in the sun, you get red. There is 
the spray. Oh yeah, yeah, the spray tan. Get the orange look. Yep. Yeah. Like oh, that's always a like classic. Ex president. Yeah. You could you could go that route. It totally looks real. No one can tell that no it's fake. No one ever can tell. No, absolutely not. Do that with some white pants. It's an idea. Maybe a golf shirt. Yeah. Maybe put on eighty pounds or so. Eighty. Yeah, yeah one hundred eighty pounds. <laughs> 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 yeah, these are all really good ideas. Yep. So, gonna, so you mold those over, let those roll around in my skull a bit. Yep. Yeah. How okay. are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And you know, today. Yeah. You're a son of a bitch. Is your birthday? It is. Happy birthday. Thank you. I am. Uh, I'm 28 today. You are. <laughs> you look older, but yes. Well, okay. I'm 29. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but uh, I did get you something. It's underneath this binky over here. It's binky. Binky is what they call uh, pacifiers. It's underneath my woobie. Is that better? Yeah. All right. This is my fancy Target uh, wrapping paper. The receipt is in there, too, because you have everything. So if you have this, you can return it. All right. Thank you. You'll also see that I bought chocolate milk, but that was for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate let's it. See what, let's see what you got. Oh, I'm going to open it up. I don't have either one of these. Sweet. So this is uh, a NECA. Gremlins 2, Ultimate Greta, the female gremlin. So if you've ever seen Gremlins 2, you know that... She's the hot one. <laughs> she's, mm. she's the only female one, isn't she? Uh, Probably. There's ones so. that dress up like yeah, yeah. females but no, this in the, one in is the a first woman. one, but this is an actual female. And then the second one he got me here is the Predator 2 figure from NECA, which is cool. Oh yeah, that looks rad. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I've been messaging with your wife like all week, and you've been a real son of a bitch. What did I do? She's like, she's been trying to like cleverly like find out things, and you've just been shutting her down. She's like, don't tell me anything. That's because I know what she's doing. Yeah. Because I even said to her last night, I said, uh, I said, you're trying to find information out, aren't you? And I go, fuck. I go, you know, I know why you're finding, trying to find out information. You're messaging David, aren't you? She's like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> He's like, never. <laughs> no. Just stop talking. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, whatever. But I appreciate it. You're, yeah. Hell, happy you. birthday, man. I appreciate you're it. Welcome. I appreciate you. I appreciate my wife. And I appreciate these NECA toys. Yay. Yeah, I had to take a gamble. I was like, I don't think he has these. I don't. I do. I do now. Yes. I do now, but I didn't. Uh, I've been... I... Almost bought the female gremlin the other day. Oh, nice. But I didn't. Sweet. Um, but I'm going to redo my room. Yeah. So I got to take everything down now. It's going to take a while. It's going to be quite the production. <laughs> it sucks. Ugh. I got to take all the shelves down, all the pictures, all my 8x10s that I have signed up on the wall. All the toys have to come down out of their cases. That's a project. Because I'm going to paint the walls. Ugh. It's going <laughs> to it's gonna suck. But it'll look cool once done. You had to put signs up like while you're renovating, like, oh, please pardon our dust. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> well, just for you. <laughs> um, but my birthday aside, I don't, I'm trying to think, does my birthday have anything to do with these movies? You do have like a flesh eating virus, right? I do have a flesh eating virus and you are going on vacation, but you're not going out of country. No, but I probably will meet someone who will try to murder me or yeah. something. I do not have a flesh eating virus, by the way. That was that was a joke. He's joking. Yeah, everything's good with his his penis. <laughs> We're going to talk about two Eli Roth films, though. Yeah. Um, I picked these films. I've actually been wanting to do these for a while. We haven't really. I mean, we talked about Eli Roth before. 
We did the Green Inferno, right? Yeah, we did the Green Inferno. That's right. Is that the only Roth movie we've done so far? I think that is. I think so, too. I mean, there's really not a large catalog of movies. No. Um, and there's a couple of his movies that I'm just like, mm-hmm. and and th- I'll I'll get to that. I wrote something <laughs> down that I wanted to talk about, but um, he does uh, this show on AMC where it's like uh, oh yeah, the history horror. of horror. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's really good. And if you have Shutter, I think both seasons are on there, so you can watch that. I didn't realize Shutter was owned by AMC. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, the the more you know. Dun, 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 dun. Um, but the first film we're going to talk about, actually, is his first film, is uh, Cabin Fever, which came out in 2002. Actually, the release date was September 14th, 2002. David, where were you September 14th, 2002? 2002, September. I would have just moved back to Phoenix from Tempe. Okay. West Side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you? So 2002. Oh, I don't fucking know. I was living in, <laughs> I was living in Mesa. That's all I know. I east side. In, I was living on the east side. We, we were got, rivals. We, we still are. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> we, you almost couldn't be on more opposite sides of Phoenix than yeah. what we are to one another. Yeah, we're very far You're like apart. extremely west side and I'm like extremely east side. Yeah. So it takes it takes me an hour to get here. So it's just like... A lot of love goes into every episode of The Swearwolves. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of takes, driving. A lot of driving. A lot of commitment. Number one movie that came out September 14th, 2002. I'm going to go with Cabin Fever. That is incorrect. Really? <laughs> it's Damn it. Barbershop. Oh, okay. Ice ne- Cube? I never, I never saw that movie. I haven't either. <laughs> We're so late. I would have guessed this opened at number one. Well, no, shit. Eli Roth, uh, not really a household name. Yeah. I don't even know if he is now, but not really in the horror community, definitely. This was his first film. Yeah. You know, stars Ryder Strong. It's not like it was the star of Boy Meets World. It's like... <laughs> Mr. Hunter. <laughs> uh, That's my Mr. Feeney, by the way. That was a good one. Pretty good. It also sounded like Kit from uh, Knight Rider. <laughs> from Knight Rider? <laughs> Fancy that. Uh, number one song. 2002. I'm going to go with uh, This Is How You Remind Me by Nickelback. No. It's... Um, I'm going to give you, I'll give you a hint. Uh-huh. It features Kelly Rowland. Oh, from Destiny's Child? Yeah. So it's somebody featuring, featuring her? Kelly Rowland. I have no idea. All right. It's Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland. Oh, is it uh, hot in here? No. It's oh. Nelly, I love you and I want you. <laughs> Nelly, I love you. I do no matter what I do. Oh, that song, yeah. Even when I'm with my boo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, oh. It's called Dilemma. Yes. Yeah, this one has the. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 You sound like you just like her. Yeah, got that falsetto. Yeah, so I had I had to listen to it the other day. Yeah, were I, you grooving? Were you I, like, I turned mm. it on. Did you button. put a fucking Band-Aid on your face so you could get the Nelly look? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I was listening to it while I was typing out my notes, and then uh, I hear my wife laughing from the other room. <laughs> I'm assuming she was laughing at me for listening to that song, because I hate that song. When she laughed at it, like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was like, Brett, I love you, but turn that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> my boo. <laughs> uh like i said this is eli roth's film written by eli roth and randy perlstein uh directed by eli roth music by nathan barr starring Ryder strong played mr hunter was, um sean sean 
Hunter from uh, Boy Meets World. He plays Paul. Jordan Ladd as Karen. James DeBello as Bert. Serena Vincent as Marcy. Joe Kern as Jeff. Um, not really anybody. Giuseppe Andrews plays Deputy Winston. He was oh, in yeah. like Detroit Rock City. Okay. He's in some other stuff. Eli Roth also is in it. Yeah. He plays a character named Grim. Grim. Justin. Or Grim. They call him Grim. Budget, $1.5 million. Box office. Probably quite a bit. I think this movie did well. $30.6 yeah, million. I thought so. So this is the movie that kind of launched him. Did you see this at the theater? I did. I don't know if I did. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember going to see it. Hmm. That's a good question. Maybe. I might have. Part of that $30.6 million might be mine. There you go. I contributed. I did yeah, my part. You're a producer. There you go. All right. So open up. First scene. We get like this guy who's like, I don't know. They call He's him like a hunting. hermit. Yeah. But he looks just like a hunter to me walking yeah, through the woods. Yeah, And uh, he gets to his like little ramshackle shack. I guess he is a hermit, right? He lives out in the woods. He's just a yeah. bumpkin. Exactly. And uh, he's caught like a rabbit or some shit. Yeah. And he wants to show his dog. Yeah. And his dog's laying there. The and the dog, dog is, is clearly dead. Clearly dead. <laughs> like, clearly been dead like for a decomposing. while. decomposing. Yeah. yeah. Come on. He's like, hey. Uh, he's like dangling. Snoopy or whatever his name is. <laughs> dangling in front of his nose. He's yeah, like, come got, on. Come on. a fresh rabbit for you. Yeah. He's like, that's a hair. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> the dog wakes up. It's a fucking hair. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> um, then he's like, what's wrong with my dog? And he like lifts up its leg. And the chest just splits like in open. Half. Oh, it's gross. And blood. And blood yeah. It just squirts right in his face. Right all over his face. <laughs> and the dude is fucked. Yeah, and he screams, yeah. and we get a jump cut. Yeah, jump cut to these kids. Now we're going to see the main five kids, which is Paul, Karen, Bert, Marcy, and Jeff. And you know what else pisses me off about this sometimes in movies? Like, I understand why Eli Roth did this. This is like the tropes of horror films. These right. are the horror films. He's paying homage to a lot of films that he grew up watching. Mm-hmm. He watched a lot of slashers in the 80s. He watched a lot of like... Um, even last house on the left is, uh, is given a little homage right here. Did you notice that was one of the songs that was playing? Oh yeah. And the, when they're the driving, radio. yeah. Yeah. Uh, in their, in their Jeep. Yeah. But anyway, I understand that, but why is there always five? There's always five and there's always a douchebag friend. Yep. Yeah. Always. So there's two that are boyfriend and girlfriend and they're fucking all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the one who's like the, the maybe, two that kind of like each other kind of yeah, playing footsie. Yeah. And maybe the guy or the girl's a little bit prude, but they don't really know. And then there's and then the one that just doesn't belong. Yeah. Like this movie, That's uh, cabin by the, or cabin, cabin in, in the, the woods. woods has the same thing. Again, same reasoning behind that Friday the 13th, the remake starts out same thing. Yep. There's five. Why is there always fucking five? <laughs> Just make it six. Yeah. They even gave Shelly a blind date for a Friday That's 13th true. part three. Yeah, Shelly got a chance. I mean, he blew it. but Yeah. I mean, he kind of like impressed her a little bit. But then when he called her a fucking bitch when she was walking away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, now you got to die. That's inconsiderate. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just, I I don't, I don't like that. No. I don't like that. And, and, the, and the fifth one, you're, well, we know why. That person doesn't have a girlfriend because he's a complete and utter douchebag. Yeah. And, and, he's, same, and he's got to die. And the same is true with this guy. Yeah. He's Bert, like, you son of a bitch. Bert, you fucking douchey Bert. Anyway, so they're on spring break or some shit, and they're going to go up to this remote cabin. And um, 
they stop off at this convenience store to get, I don't know, supplies, supplies, beer, yeah, lots of beer, yeah. And um, the guy at the convenience store, well, first of all, they walk up there, and Ryder Strong's character, Paul, he goes up, and there's like this little deliverance this kid. kid, yeah. Sitting um, on a swing. And he's got this mullet with bangs. It's a little boy. <laughs> and at first I didn't know if it was a little girl. Yeah, I didn't know either. But it was a little boy. And he sits down next to him on this bench. And he's like talking to him. And then the kid just hauls off and bites his hand. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the kid's dad's like, ah, like, you're not supposed to sit next to him. And he's like, well, you should put a sign up saying don't sit next to him. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was funny because later, later on. on there's, a there's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. <laughs> um but anyway, so then they go in, and then the guy who runs the store, who's like manning the the counter, is this really old guy, and he's talking to them about various different bottles. And yeah, because they find like a bottle of fox urine or something. Yeah, They're like what's the fox urine for? It's like for foxes. <laughs> what's the rifle for? Yeah, what's the rifle for? And he said uh, that's for, and he says the N word. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but. I mean, I know what the payoff is to this. Yeah, but I remember the first time I saw the movie, and even now, like, yeah, uh, it, I was like, I, I don't like that. Well, <laughs> yes, I don't like it either. And there's a couple of moments in this movie. This movie is very. This movie has several. It's very dated. Yes, as far and that com- I'll, I'll talk about that in my review too. Well, I can talk about it now. I guess it doesn't fucking matter. It's my show. Um, it's our show. I'm sorry. It's our show. I feel so excluded. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel canceled. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Um, but you let, okay. So let's talk about this. This is 20 years ago almost uh, yeah. that this film was made, uh, and the language. So they say the N word, which listen, that hasn't been cool to say ever. Right. Okay. And I think that was done for shock value. Oh, absolutely. And the payoff isn't funny. And the payoff isn't that funny. No. And they call things gay and retarded. Yeah. Don't be gay. They say that's gay. Like, yeah, always, always. They're always saying that's gay or that's retarded. And we just don't talk like that now. So that's kind of like, I remember 20, 2002 excuse me i remember that and i remember talking like that or being around people that talked like that and it not being a big deal but it is now yeah we're 20 years older we're 20 years wider that's the thing like it was a big deal then too we just were dumb yes like we've evolved yes exactly exactly so i tried not to let that influence me but like it took me out of the movie a little bit and when i say it's not it wasn't a big deal i meant yeah yeah, yeah. i know my sensibilities at 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 the the time. time right it pro- it was offensive to other people. Yeah. It's just we weren't aware of it. Yep. Of how fucking inconsiderate. Look at us evolving. I know. We're like very we're progressives. <laughs> That's right. We prog- we progress. Mm-hmm. We pro- progress. Where do you put the emphasis? <laughs> progress. <laughs> we progress. We progress. 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 We have advanced in our sensibilities. <laughs> anyway. So these idiots, we can still call people idiots though. Yeah, these idiots, <laughs> these assholes, <laughs> asshole and idiot. I don't think those will ever go out of flavor. I don't know. 10 years from now, we're like, Oh God, we, we you believe that we called people the assholes? A-hole word? Like real assholes got offended by that. That's <laughs> <laughs> where sphincter was like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm very nice. Yeah. I help keep poop in the body <laughs> <laughs> and out of the body. Whatever your pleasure is. Yes. Sphincters are very helpful. (laughs) You don't have many sphincters in your body, too. It's not just your ass that is one. (laughs) And we're very gracious. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why do you talk like that? I don't know. This is all assholes talk. <laughs> we all talk this way. It's a cross between Julia Child. That's how we whistle. Some of us whistle like this. <laughs> Julia Child. <laughs> Julia Child. Last night you had cake a and, pocket and corn. It's like... That's how you have to talk if you're an asshole. Like, a, a legitimate asshole. Yeah, yeah. Like, because your lips have to be poker. I'm kind of always pursed. <laughs> Unless, like, you're an old asshole. Then you're just, like, flappy. You're just like, listen, I'm an old asshole. Very breathy. <laughs> the air just constantly seeping out. Just an old, loose asshole. <laughs> just, just always out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> Those young assholes are more. Oh, listen, I'm very tired. Oh, that's because you're an old asshole. I'm young and spry. Look at me. <laughs> Look into my eye. Like, oh, must I? <laughs> yes, you must. Uh, don't it make your brown eyes blue? <laughs> What a, oh, what a dumb conversation that was. <laughs> Talk about idiots. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, they go into this cabin. Yeah, and Mary and Jeff immediately bang. Oh, God. They go at it. And she sticks his finger in his ass. She sticks her finger in his ass. Yeah. yeah. And like, he's about you. ready to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that feels nice. I don't often get loving. <laughs> Um, right as he about to call me, rolls over and she just jams her finger up her ass. And I'm like, listen, up his, yeah. yeah, listen, I'm like, I'm pretty open about sex, sex and everything like that. I just don't know if like jamming it up there. Yeah. No, would be pleasurable. Just, uh, like maybe, you know, tease it a little bit. <laughs> I just snuckle. prefer you just stay away from that region altogether, but jam it. Yeah. Like jamming anything anywhere in sex, like just dry is not yeah, a good no, idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> So, but that's what this guy likes, you know? Hey. I, what am I going to do? Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's jolly good. You are very progressive. <laughs> You're progressed. <laughs> and then she takes that and goes, oh, I feel different now. <laughs> I'm ruined. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's like matured. Yeah, yeah. That's how you become a man if you're a butthole. That's jammed in there. That's that's like anal, bar, anal, bar, anal bar puberty. Yeah. <laughs> the bar shit's fun. Oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> All right, so those two bang. Paul and Karen, like Paul likes Karen. They go out swimming like on this raft. Yeah. Very creep show too. Very much. There's another thing that's very creep show too in this movie too. I don't know if you picked it up, but we'll talk about it mm. in a second. Um, and then Bert goes, goes out to, shooting squirrels. Yeah, like what a dick. Yeah, and just to kill him. Yeah, he's a, he's an asshole. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna go shoot squirrels. Why? Cause yeah, it's like you're in college, dude. Stop being like a fucking. I yeah, don't know, like, like a, what are you fourteen? Yeah, exactly. Even like, when I was fourteen, that, that, that guy, up. that guy was going to be a mass murderer. Like that's something <laughs> yeah. a mass murderer does. Yeah, that's like something Jeffrey Dahmer did. Like, oh, I'm going to go kill cats just because, just because they're there. Yeah, no, no those thanks. people grow up to kill people. Yeah. So 
He got his. He's an asshole. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, they're all kind of assholes. Oh, yes. Everyone in this movie is an asshole. Like, none of them are likable. Even, like, the Ryder Strong, who's, like, the he, main character. Yeah. And the ones that are likable become assholes or do selfish things. You're yeah. like, oh, I don't like you now. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Mr. Hunter, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Mr. Feeney? Um, <laughs> so but then uh, we have Bert's out, and uh, we see the guy from the opening scene. Mm-hmm. He comes out and he's very clearly sick. Yeah, like something's wrong. He's like coughing, and Bert's like, "I'll go get you help." And he overreacts big time, though. He's like, "Oh my god! Oh, stay away from me! Yeah. Keep away from me!" Yeah, and and then he's like, "He's like, I'll go get you help. Just stay here." And the guy's like, "Okay," and he like keeps coming forward. And he's like, "Stay away from me! Stay away from me!" And he's like, "Stay away from me! Or I'll shoot you!" It's like, "Okay, yeah. what just, the fuck?" That escalated quickly. Yeah, just walk away or say, "Okay, dude." I don't want to be around you. Yeah, people are going to overreact a lot in this movie. Always. Always. <laughs> he shoots him. Yeah. And the dude falls into a ditch. And so then Bert's just like, well, I guess I'm just going to go back to the cabin and not tell anybody. So he goes back <laughs> to the cabin and doesn't tell anybody what happened. Yeah, what a dick. And just starts drinking. And then it's nighttime and they're all sitting around a campfire and he's having a great old time roasting fucking marshmallows. and Yeah, and this an is where asshole. we meet the... Uh, Eli Roth character Grimm and his dog, yeah, Doctor Mambo, which I thought was a funny ass name for a dog. Like, he doesn't look like a doctor. I'd like to see his credentials, but uh, I'm skeptical. Um, they, but yeah. I'm willing to listen. Yeah, they they come up and uh, they were gonna kick Eli Roth away, but he's got weed. Yeah, and they're like, oh no 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 no, and he's like a stay. cool like older like a skater skater guy who was like yeah he was like sponsored. like X Games or some shit yeah. yeah, and he's like hitting on the um, Karen. Yeah. Character who uh, Ryder Strong's got the hots so, for. Hey, come on, man. Back off. Yeah. But uh, she's she's like actually open to it, too. Like she's talking to him, being nice to him, only because he's got weed. Yeah. It's like, listen, in 2021, we don't care about that you anymore. Just go to it's the like, store. Oh, you have weed? So do we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody has weed. Anybody who wants it has it. Exactly. In most states. <laughs> in all the cool states. Mm-hmm. They get rained out, so like uh, oh, Eli, Eli Roth, Roth goes, says, Eli yeah. Roth says, I'm going to go, yeah, I got to go put my stuff back in my camp, but I'll come back with more weed. Yeah, and we'll party. And we'll party. <laughs> and then uh, um, they're like, all right, cool. So they all go back into the cabin, and they're all sitting there, and they're like, yeah, we're basically this is where we learn that they only want him for his weed. Yeah. Well, he come. well, there's a knock at the door, and it's not him. No. It's the guy that fucking burnt shot. fell in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. And he's even more fucked up now. He's even more fucked up. He's been shot. He's sick. He's yeah, and the, the poor up. bastard just wants help. Yeah, he's that's all like, he wants. And they're like, get away, get away. Get away. Oh my God. Yeah. So he's just like, fuck it. He goes to their car. Yeah, and he's like, I need to go to a hospital. Yeah. So he goes to start their car. And while he's inside, they all, all the men like grab uh, baseball bats. Yeah, and they all overreact. It's like, they start beating the shit out of the car even. Yeah. And shooting it, right? Yeah. <laughs> And the guys, meanwhile, coughing up blood all over the place inside this car. I mean, not just like a little bit of blood. Like, yeah, he needs medical attention. Like, he needs more than medical attention. Yeah. He needs to just, I don't know. <laughs> like, this guy's not going to survive. Like, I don't care what kind of medical no. attention they give him. No. He's not going to survive. Yeah. He's going to start Paul speeds up. that process up pretty quickly. It does. Yeah. Um, sets him on fire. Yeah. Well, because he was going to go after the girls, so he gets in between them, and the girl had already sprayed him with, like, hairspray or something? I can't remember. It was some kind of... It was, like, hairspray, and so then when Paul has He's the... He's got a torch, torch or something. <laughs> it just catches him on fire. It catches him on fire, <laughs> and the guy goes running off. 
on fire, <laughs> screaming. Yeah, and they're like, well, that's unfortunate. Yep. Well, <laughs> let's go smoke some weed. And then they're like, what about my car? <laughs> so, And the next day we see a shot of the guy's dead body like in the creek. And then we also see pipes that basically lead to the water supply. Uh, which leads right cabin. up into the cabin. Yeah. Like, is that is that how that works? You I just would... drink the water right out of the lake? Ugh. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah, you're like, this water tastes like fish shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I mean, I've been swimming in a lake before, and obviously I've gotten water in my mouth from a lake before, but I don't think I'd want to... Just, like, just straight up drink it? Yeah, and I think if you poured it oh, yeah. into a glass, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be clean. It'd be dirty. You'd want to boil that shit for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's got parasites. Yeah, and fish poop. And fish poop, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun Nobody fact, uh, fish poop in water. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, there's poop in there. <laughs> um, They also fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is like, like fish, fish fucking. <laughs> this is like fish jizz. <laughs> are they spawning right now? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes they are. I can taste the, there's yeah. a bit of ejaculate in there, yeah. It's familiar. It's um, a little chewy. <laughs> oh, why is it... Is it chewy? I don't know. Is it viscous? I don't know. Slime. (laughs) The test of viscosity. Get Dr. Mambo on this immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Bert go off to find help the next day. And they find this old lady. Or not old lady. I shouldn't say she's old. She's probably my age. They find this lady. um, You are old now. Happy birthday. (laughs) They find this lady who is like slaughtering a pig which i found gross also yeah, it was gross and uh she's like bitching about the fact that the pig is infected yeah she's like i can't sell this shit yeah. look at it, it's disgusting and they're like well and they're like okay yeah lady we just want help we just yeah. want to ride i don't want to see like, her oh, i don't want to see the inside of your pig <laughs> why didn't you say so so she invites <laughs> well, that's the horse of a different color she invites them in and um did you notice how when she offered them something to drink she said i, I have juice she didn't offer them water which I thought was interesting because, like, she doesn't drink the water. Yeah, maybe so she that, knows better. That's kind of establishing the fact that, like, I don't know. In my head, that was establishing the fact that the locals don't drink that water. Yeah. She just sips gin and juice yep. with her mind on her money and her money on her mind. Yeah, but with these fucking infected pigs. Yeah, laid back. <laughs> she's not that laid back. But they start telling <laughs> her that someone came to their camp and, like, I don't know. They make up a story about how they destroyed their car or whatever. And they're like, well, she goes, well, I hope it wasn't. Whatever his name was, the hermit, Henry. And they're like, huh? Yeah, and, and they, they see find, a, they see a, a photo, and they're like, cousin. oh shit. Yeah, it's her cousin. So let's then they're get, like, no, it wasn't him. Let's get out of um, here. But well, we're gonna leave. Yep, bye bye now. <laughs> we'll find help. See you later then. And then uh, Mary, Mar- in the meantime, she's Is like out Mary in the canoe. Or Marcy. Marcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcy. Marcy's out in a canoe, and she's looking for help also. And we get a. A Texas Chainsaw Massacre butt shot nod, like as she's approaching a we do. cabin. My wife goes, "Why did they do that in slow motion?" And I said, "Well, because that's like an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like yeah. that whole shot from behind up to the house." Right. That's what it looked like to me. Yep. Exa- that's exactly. It, that's exactly what it was. So she's like, "Oh, okay." Also, it's just a butt shot. <laughs> Although, yeah. Also, it's, <laughs> it serves it's a, multiple purposes. It's a young lady with a butt. Yeah. And she goes inside and. and uh Jeff and Bert are already there in this other cabin. Yeah. And, and they're just like going look, through all the person's shit. Yeah. Eating, look, their birth, uh, eating their beef jerky. <laughs> looking around and whatnot. Paul is back with Karen and 
he's calming her down because she's like really upset about them killing that hermit guy. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't go, know. Go figure. Probably the right. It got reaction. to her for some reason. Yeah. And he gives her a glass of water to drink. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, she goes and sleeps, and then uh, Paul goes and he's washing the car. Oh, this guy. They're cleaning. What? Oh no. Go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, deputy. Oh yeah. So deputy fucking what's his name? Winston. Winston, uh, Winston Olson. Yeah. He comes up, and he's like, you "Guys, you look like a partier. You, you guys like doing party? some partying? You want a party? He. This guy is a fucking character. I don't." know uh <laughs> like anything more about i mean i don't know hold on his character is so strange it, yeah it is so strange and his look is really weird he looks like tom delong from blink 182 <laughs> like in a music video playing like a parody of like a redneck uh weirdo Cop. guy it kind of looks like he should be yeah like that or maybe like in the sabotage video yeah like, yeah he's very like yeah, like ad rock yeah <laughs> yeah there like you this go cheesy mustache but he also looks like he's like 20 yeah, he looks very young. But he still wants to hang out with the high schoolers. Yeah. And he's like, you guys into partying? And uh, I bet you're a party guy. He always talks about like, oh, party we're, we're going to find parties. <laughs> yeah, let's go party. It's just, I don't know. It's really funny. It's a really funny character. Yeah. I really liked that character <laughs> a lot. Like, not as a human being, but it just made me laugh. Some comic relief. Yeah, because yeah, he's just so odd. He's just such a douchebag. Just an <laughs> off-the-wall nincompoop yeah the other gang comes back well anyway the co- the a cop's gonna arrange a tow truck yeah he's like i'll get a tow truck for yeah, you no bro. problem man then we'll party <laughs> then we'll party <laughs> he hops back on his bicycle and rides away <laughs> so he tells the group that that's gonna happen well bert and jeff and marcy come back and they're asking how karen is and uh, paul's like she's sleeping she's been asleep for a while well he goes into her room and he's like sleeping next to her and then he like wakes up and must have a fucking raging boner. Yeah, because he gets frisky. Okay. So this is very rapey. <laughs> this is this is like creep show too. Oh yeah. On the yeah. raft. You're right, where the girls yes. land there and the guy feels her up. Yes. So he starts feeling her up while she's sleeping. And uh she's like moaning and whatnot. And he's like gonna go for it. And then he reaches his hand up and it's like covered in blood. Yeah. And he's like, what? And he looks and she's got this big fucking open sore in like the on in- her thigh, in- interior of her thigh. And so she's infected. Yeah. So now they know she's infected. Yeah. And everyone, again, completely overreacts and flips out. Like Bert loses Bert his locks mind. Her in the, yeah. locks her in the um. Yeah. They room. put her in like a, yeah. Well, then they end up putting her in a, in a, shed, in a shed or something. And they're like, just stay in here until we find help. Yeah. Because we need you away from everybody so you don't infect anybody else. And she's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Come to find out, they're, Bert's going to try to fix the truck. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to see what he can do to fix it, to get it running so they can get out of there. But um, Bert also drinks he some does. of the water. Yep. And they had a bet going because I think Bert was going to drink beer like the whole weekend and he drinks the water. And I think yeah. uh, Paul says something like, oh, you screwed up. It's like, he lost the bet. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yep. Well, he gets the truck working. And right when he gets the truck working, uh, Bert starts coughing and he coughs up blood. Yeah. He's got tries a nasty to hide rash. It. Yeah. He tries to hide it from everybody, but they end up seeing it and they're like, you're fucking infected. Yeah. We don't want to get in the car with you. And he's like, fuck you then. I'll go to the hospital. I'll go get help. So he just drives the car away. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> he's like, peace. Yeah. I'm taking the beer and I'm going out into the woods by myself. Yep. Yeah, he's like, I'll be back later. When this is all done, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what he was thinking, but he just goes off by himself and he's like, I don't want to be around any of you guys. He's an asshole. 
He's like, I don't, he's not even to his girlfriend, right? Yeah, no. He's not even like, hey, why don't you come with me? No, he's yeah, Paul like, and Mary stay back with, or Marcy, Marcy stay back with Karen. Yeah, Karen's in the shed and uh, Marcy, Marcy is like crying. And so Paul goes to comfort her. And then Marcy's like, you know, in times of stress, you just want to fuck whoever's next. Or like if a plane's going down, they just want to fuck whoever's next to them. That's what I feel like. Well, is that what happens? I don't know. I've never been on a plane that was going down. I've never been put in that situation, but like, I don't know. I don't think that's where my mind would go, but I don't know. It's like that story in mall rats where it's like the plane was going to crash. And so everybody whipped out their dicks and like <laughs> started to jerk off, jerk off, jerk off, jerk off. And then boom, right at the last second, the plane corrects itself and everybody puts their, puts their dicks away, dicks away. And nobody <laughs> talks about it anymore. <laughs> Let us never speak of this. And then the one character goes, well, did he come or what? <laughs> and Brody says, there's just some things you don't talk about, man. <laughs> Anyway, I've seen, uh, I've seen mall rats one too many times. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe like intense situations. Like, I don't know. I've seen in movies and TV shows, not in real life, because I've never been in those situations, but where people are like in tense situations, like they're going to get killed or they're about ready to die or something. Yeah, yeah. And whoever they're with, they're just like, let's fuck. Yeah. You don't want to die without, you know, not having banged <laughs> me, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, actually, yes. Yes, I would. I would rather do anything. But the asshole's you. like, I'd to get in on this as well i already did yeah oh tell me all about it <laughs> um so they start fucking oh. <laughs> yeah and, and they yeah and yeah. i like that afterwards paul goes to the bathroom and pours listerine on his dick oh he does <laughs> yeah he just cleans himself <laughs> that's <up>. pretty funny <laughs> he he just cleans himself up and then she goes to the bathroom and she's washing up and on her back is um like bruises yeah from like was, where he was scratching at her but yeah it's clearly a rash or something yeah and she's like wow you were really rough on my back so paul regrets it kind of right away and he leaves and so marcy's like well i guess i'm gonna go take a bath <laughs> and so she goes to take a bath and she's like shaving her legs which this scene right here oh it's so gross gets me every yeah. fucking time wow. i in my head i remembered it being different i remembered her like just shaving chunks of her legs yeah me off, too but Really, she's just shaving over where the, the open wound is. Yeah. And it just really like... It's disgusting. Anytime in a horror movie I see someone shave their legs, I always remember that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. It's a pretty gross image. Me no likey. No. No bueno. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's clearly infected. Not to mention she's got the open sores and she's sitting in a bathtub yeah. with the water from that's infected. Yeah, so, that's not sanitary. Yeah. <laughs> she goes out... To check on... Well, she runs outside because she freaks out when she sees her leg. Yeah. And uh, Grimm's dog mauls her. Yeah, Dr. Mambo <laughs> just comes right after <laughs> Dr. Mambo, he hungry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul comes back and he sees her remains. Yep. Basically. And he sees that Karen, like the dog got to her too. Yeah, because Marcy tried to open the door to get yeah. in the cabin with Karen to hide from the dog. And she opened the door, but she got attacked. Yeah. And like literally all we see left of Marcy is her foot. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Just hanging out there. Um, but Paul goes into then the ca- uh, the shed and sees Karen laying there. And Dr. Mambo's just kind of next to her, like licking his chops. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Dr. Mambo comes after him. He grabs the gun and shoots the dog. Yeah. And he also finishes off. Uh, well, he goes back to look at Karen, rolls her over. And she now has no lips. Yeah. And she's not quite dead. I think the dog was feeding on her, right? Yeah. And he's like for eating sure. all different parts of her. Mm-hmm. Try the lips, they're delicious. <laughs> yeah, and so she's kind of like basically begging to be put out of her misery, so he does. Yeah, he kills her with a shovel. Yep. 
Bert, meanwhile, has been driving around and he makes it to the convenience store. Yeah, now there's a sign up. Don't sit next to Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fucking Dennis is there. Dennis's dad comes out and he's like, what's going on? He's like, I'm sick. I need to go to the hospital. Can you just tell me where the hospital is? And he's like, sure, I'll call somebody for you. He's like, going to be really nice. Well, then Dennis comes and bites the dude in the hand. The kid says pancakes for some reason. Yeah. And then kids start doing like slow motion karate moves. (laughs) This scene was weird. I was like, what the hell is going on? Dennis was awesome. (laughs) Between Dennis and the deputy, they're like my two favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. Probably the same. But Dennis, yeah, he does some fucking karate and then he bites uh, (laughs) Bert's hand. And now the dad's like... Well, now my kid's infected. Yeah, he's like, you got my kid infected? That affects me. So now I got to take care of you. And so he's like, well, instead of like, I don't know, getting them both help. Or, I don't know, maybe getting your kid help so he doesn't fucking bite people. Yeah, more important to get revenge. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So Bert hops back in the car and starts driving back to the cabin to get away from the hillbillies who are now chasing (laughs) him in a truck. He makes it back to the cabin uh, to Ryder, where Ryder Strong is, where Paul is, and uh, the hillbillies come barging in, but uh, Bert uh, is just sitting there because he's like, "I'm gonna die anyway." Mm-hmm. So he just tries to get a shot off before, but they shoot him and kill him. Yeah, does he wound one of them? Yeah, I think he shoots one of them. But I know Ryder Strong hits one of them upside the head. Yeah, he finishes off the others, and then so he after he does that, he runs into the woods to find Jeff. And because he, he's figured it out at this point, he's like, "It's the water." And he's like, "Jeff, oh, yeah, because, don't drink the oh, water," because he fell in. Yeah, yeah. Before he came back to find the dead girls, he found the dead, uh, the dead body of the, the, the burnt guy of the burnt guy floating, and he fell into the water next to him. Yeah, which was like, is <laughs> gross. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows the water's infected. So he's running through the woods trying to find that. He finds Grin, uh, Eli Roth's character's body. Yeah. He'd been Both fucking. of them. He finds them in a couple pieces. <laughs> yeah. The dog must have. So it, it, the dog got infected, right? And is that why the dog was chasing them? Or was the infection causing the dog not to want, they're wanting to attack them? Or maybe the getting the virus or whatever makes you delicious. I, I don't yeah. know. A lot of questions here. <laughs> so Ryder Strong, he's driving back. Uh, he hits a deer with the truck. Oh, God. And this scene was pretty awesome. Like the hooves come through the windshield and, and it's like moving. kind of pawn at his face. Yeah. Like while he's driving. I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. He ends up getting out and he comes across uh, the deputy who's with a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> and they're partying. And they're partying. Hey, man, we like to party, man. Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> and then he's like, party boy. Yeah. He's like, party boy. I forgot about you. And he's like, where's my tow truck? He's like, oh, well, the tow truck I called for you broke down so i needed to call i had to get a tow tow truck truck. for the tow truck and he's like you want me to give you a ride somewhere and he's like yes well right at that moment the sheriff calls the deputy like on the walkie-talkie and he's like there's some kids spending time at this cabin they've killed a bunch of fucking people shoot Uh, them on sight shoot them on sight because they're armed and dangerous and everybody at the party looks at Ryder strong yeah and he's like uh they're like shoot him and he's like i can't shoot him man yeah he's a party boy (laughs) uh did you ever watch uh, Jackass? Oh, yeah. Party, Party. Boy? <laughs> Party Dude, Boy was awesome. I used to do Party Boy uh, with a couple of our friends. Like when we would go like uh, on trips, yeah. if we'd stay at a hotel, I would run into their room. like Just with, with your undies on? Yeah. And I'd thrust in their face <laughs> with maximum flopping. And they're like, oh, stop. <laughs> stop. And I'd be like, it's Party Boy. <laughs> no. Yes, I'm familiar with Party Boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ryder Strong like knocks out the sh- uh, deputy. Yeah, he, like smashes a uh, oh, it, it takes <laughs> guitar. A yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he smashes a guy with a guitar and the dude's playing a harmonica and like swallows it and then like every time he breathes you hear the like, but he swallows it whole so it's, it's like sideways. sideways in his throat. I'm like, I don't, I don't That's think, not possible. I don't think that is possible. But it's funny. But it's a funny gag. He's all <laughs> <laughs> playing the blues. <laughs> uh he knocks out the deputy. Gets a ride. Yeah, from a the, truck driver. Takes to, him to the hospital. To the hospital and he gets dropped off and he tells them what happened. They call the sheriff. And they're like, we need to transport this fucker out of here. So then Deputy Winston Winston comes and picks him up. And uh, he's talking to him. Well, we don't really see what happens yet. Yeah. But ultimately, Winston just drops him off at the creek. Yeah, he just dumps him. He just dumps his body. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jeff comes out of the woods and he goes back to the cabin and he sees everyone's dead. Everybody's dead. And so he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I lived. I fucking made it. I made it again. Very, very creep show to the raft scene where the guy like, I beat you. Mm -hmm. I beat you. Fuck you. And then the blob comes out and gets him. Well, he comes out of the cabin and he's like, I did it. His arms are raised and all these like SWAT team guys are right there and they fucking, they shoot him a lot. It's also kind of Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Yeah. And then they burn his body. They burn. They're oh, wow. burning all the bodies. Poor Jeff. And uh, that's pretty much it of the main story, except for now we see like the bookend. Yeah, and we sh- uh, and when Paul's body is by the creek, we see some kids fill up like an igloo type like ice chest water, thing, water cooler. Yeah. And they take that back to where the convenience store is, and they're selling it as lemonade. Yeah. Well. And the sheriffs are celebrating their drinking it. their victory, and they drink up the lemonade. And in walks a group of African American individuals to the thing, and we know what happened at the beginning. And the owner's like, "Oh shit!" And he goes, goes and grabs his gun. Yep. And he hands it over to him, and he's like, "There you go. I cleaned it and polished it. That's for you, my N words." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, my N word." And that's, and that's the, the joke. End. That's the joke. That's the payoff, right? Yeah. Well, the end is actually them all drinking oh, the lemonade, yeah. so we know they're all going to get infected. Yeah. This movie also elicited two sequels and a remake. I haven't seen any of them. Just this one. Neither have I. And I, the remake came out, I want to say, maybe 2016, 2014, yeah. not that long ago. 14, somewhere around there. But it's like, not too long after the original. It's like, why do we need a remake already? Like, that's what I don't understand. It's like, you're remaking something that already like came out within the last, like, 15 years. I understand remaking Night of the Living Dead. Or just do a sequel. Or just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'll go ahead first. Um, the first time I saw this movie, I didn't like it. Yeah. I was very, like, mm. That's kind of how I felt first time. But I watched the DVD. I bought the DVD. I don't know why I bought the DVD if I didn't like it. I did the same thing. I was kind of underwhelmed when I saw it. Then I bought it. And I bought it because it had a cool cover. It had like a lenticular cabin thing. I don't know why I bought it. But I'll do that sometimes. I'll buy movies. Yeah, I do that too. I remember I was reviewing uh, Oh, on on our YouTube channel. I was reviewing the Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 and Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 figures. Oh, yeah. You're like, this movie sucked. Well, here's the figure. <laughs> yeah, I bought the figure. I hate the fucking movies. <laughs> but I like the figures. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Boys got to have a hobby. <laughs> I don't know why I do what I do, but I do it. Anyway, I watched it with the commentary. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'll say about this movie. It's better watching it with 
when Eli Roth is talking to you about it. And that goes back to what I was going to say at the beginning. I like listening to Eli Roth talk about horror movies more than I like watching Eli Roth's <laughs> horror movies. Yeah, I can see that. I um, think his history of horror show is great. And I like listening to him talk about it. Um, there's scenes with him talking to like Greg Nicotero and Rob Zombie at a table. And, and they're just going back and forth. Or when he's talking to Quentin Tarantino. I mean, listening to those guys talk about movies is like a nerd's mm-hmm. wet dream, right? So I really do dig that. It's dated. We talked about that. Some of the terms they call each other isn't how we talk now. So that I could see that turning people off from this movie now if they watch it for the first time. And it's also really slow. It is slow. It takes about half the movie until one of the main characters actually like gets infected. Right. And then after that, some things start to happen a bit quicker. Um, it's not a bad movie, but it's not a good movie either. Um, there's cheap laughs. My suggestion to people would be watch the movie with the commentary. Um, and that's it. So I'm going to go to Pamela Voorhees heads. All right. Um, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, the first half is really slow. The last 20 minutes or so, that's the movie, in my opinion. Like it, yeah. it's pretty fast paced, like the part with the deer and like the girl getting killed by the dog, uh, all of that stuff's interesting, but the story just isn't very good. The characters aren't likable. Like I said earlier, everyone overreacts to everything. Like, why didn't they just think it was poison oak or something? Like, oh, yeah. you got a rash? Like, oh, my God, kill him. Like, <laughs> it's just not believable. I mean, it has its charm. It has its moments. Uh, but overall, it's it's just okay. I was torn between a two and a two and a half on this one. I'm going to go two also. Yeah. It's a slight wouldn't recommend but yeah. it's not terrible yeah and i said i had the same thing i said two to two and a half yep and after talking about it just now i'm like two yep it's a two and a half like i said if you have the dvd and watch it with the commentary it's really good because he'll talk about the other movies that influenced him mm-hmm. um and i think recently on joe bob uh the last drive-in he was a guest and they were talking about the movie mother's day and that was that's like one of eli roth's favorite movies and uh he talks about how that's influenced his some some stuff in his movies Uh. and like he even watched that movie and was like oh this is how you write a horror movie this beat this beat this beat and mother's day i guess and cabin fever are very similar in pacing i don't know i've never seen mother's day you haven't seen it no it was on uh it was on like i said joe bob's last drive-in this season so Uh. it's on shutter i'll check it out i celebrate mother's day (laughs) i almost wanted to pick that um but then uh, well, Joe Bob did. So <laughs> did, uh, earlier, I mentioned Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two. Did you ever hear the song Mother's Day by Blink One Eighty Two? No, it's pretty funny. You know, Tom DeLonge is uh, people think he's insane because he believes all the in UFO aliens, stuff, but it's like all turning yeah, out to be true. Yeah, he was right. <laughs> I mean, he's still insane, <laughs> and Blink One Eighty Two still sucks. But <laughs> they had their moments. They they had their moment. Fucking and sucking and touching, fucking and sucking and touching. Yeah. It's Mother's Day. That's how that song goes. <laughs> well, then they have that song. <laughs> she left me roses by the stairs. Surprises <laughs> let me know she cares. Say it in so, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> hate, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I fucking hate Big 182. I like Travis Barker. Yeah. I think he's a good drummer. The first, Well, one of the first bands I was ever in was very Blink 182-ish. Oh, was it? Yeah. Where, what were you? We did a couple Blink covers, too. Who were you in Blink-182? I was you? probably the Tom. You were Tom. You were the singer? No, but I played guitar. Wasn't he the singer? Sometimes. Both of them. Him and Mark Hoppus. They oh, would yeah, switch Mark off. Mark Hoppus. That's he the was the bass one. player. I told you about my, my wife. Oh, yeah. 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 Nose, nose Mark. No, not Mark. 
she knew the, the original oh, drummer. Oh, the original drummer. That's right. Yeah, she went to high school with him. Yeah. yeah. Scott, right? I uh, Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I think his name was Scott. I think it was Scott before Travis. Yeah. yeah. But he was young, and he was still in high school. Yeah. And I guess he grew up with in, in San Diego. I think that's where they were from, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And his parents moved to Reno, Nevada. And so he would fly back and forth to do shows with Blink-182. That's crazy. And it just got too much. Yeah. But but my wife actually used to be like used to write back and forth between I think was it was it Mark Hoppus I think she like pen paled with him for a while. That's pretty cool because she knew him through th- that uh, guy. Huh. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a good guy. She has some of the letters still. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know where they are. I'll have to find them and read them. I'll read them out loud on the podcast. <laughs> there no, you I go. won't. I won't. We should be embarrassed. All right. We'll move on from this. This movie was a very successful movie, Cabin Fever. So Eli Roth. He got to make other movies. He gets to make other movies. Plus, he's friends with Quentin Tarantino. That helps. Quentin Tarantino, hot director, pretty powerful, can help produce movies. And so Quentin Tarantino helped produce Hostel. Came out in 2006. Actually came out January 6, 2006 uh, in the U.S. I think it was released at Toronto Film Festival in 2005. But I'm going by the U.S. release date, which is January 6th. So, number one movie in the United States, January 6th, 2006. January. Ugh, nothing comes out in January. Ooh, I don't know. Hostel is oh, the number God one. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hostel, number one movie. Well, it's that, January. That like actually kind of surprises me. Well, nothing comes out in January. That's true. So, yeah. a horror movie. Uh, they cornered I, the market. Actually, oddly enough, horror movies, you would think October would be a good time for horror movies to come out. I've noticed that a lot of horror movies they, yeah, come out at the don't. beginning of the year. Yep. And the reason why is because not a lot of quote unquote good movies come out at the beginning of the year. So they can get more box office because they're the only things that are coming out. So people are like, well, let's go see Hostel. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Because your Academy Award winning films come out in like December. Yeah. And your blockbusters are summer. Yep. So you'll get some horror movies that come out in the summer, especially like your Friday the 13th. But yeah, usually the first quarter or so of the year, the... the the studios are just clearing out their shit. <laughs> I remember I went and saw The Gallows. Did you ever Oh, see I've that never movie? seen that movie, but I've heard of it. I went and saw The Gallows. I heard I it sucked. I won't give my rating <laughs> on it, but um, whoever told you it sucked isn't far off. Uh, <laughs> but that came out in like January. And I yeah. remember my sister had just moved down back down here from Oklahoma. So her, my wife, and I were like, yeah, let's go see The Gallows. We went and saw it, and I'm like, why the fuck did we go see The Gallows? <laughs> like, now I want to hang myself. <laughs> it's the only movie out. Uh, number one song. Uh, I'm going to go with Gold Digger by Kanye West. Probably a good guess. But a wrong one. Very wrong. <laughs> Don't Forget About Us by Mariah Carey. Guess what? I had to look this song up. It does not ring up. a bell. No. I've never heard this song in my life. I listened, Well, except for the other day when I was typing out yeah. my notes. And uh, I listened to it and I'm like, I'll be okay if I never hear this song again. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound familiar at all. Yeah. Don't Forget About Us by Mariah Carey. That was what number one in the charts back on January 6, 2006. Written and directed by Eli Roth. Music by Nathan Barr. Stars Jay Hernandez as Pax. Derek Richardson as Josh. And then there's some names on here that I can't pronounce. <laughs> some European names. Yeah. Yes. There's a guy who plays Oli. He's one of the characters. Natalia. Natalia is played by Barbara Nedel. Yeah. We'll just say Barbara. Needle Jacova. Sure. And then there's Svetlana, played by Jana something or another. <laughs> Listen, I can't pronounce these names because I'm 
I'm an ignorant American, so I'm not going to even try to pronounce them because I don't want to butcher them. I have respect. <laughs> Fair enough. Budget for this movie was $4.8 million. Box office, $82 million. Wow. wow, I didn't know this movie was that big of a hit. It was a fucking, yeah, phenomenal hit. This was a first watch for me. You had never seen Hostel nope. before? Oh, nope. okay. Well, this will be, mm. be good to pick Let's your brain on in. this one. Yeah, let's dive right in. So we got some college students. This is Paxton and Josh. Now, we open the movie up actually with seeing with hearing some whistling and seeing like a shot of somebody like cleaning off blood. Oh yeah. From like a room. Yeah. You, you knew what this movie was about, right? Yes and no. All right. Well, we got Pax and we got Josh and they're traveling across Europe. And they meet this, uh, well, they also have Oli with them, who is just some Icelandic guy that they met in Paris. Right. They are in the Netherlands now. They're in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. And uh, they're getting high all the time. <laughs> yeah. They're they're partying a lot. <laughs> they're partiers. Party boys. <laughs> they're party boys. You're a partier. You want to party? <laughs> um, you ready to party? And uh, they're in Amsterdam getting high. And Josh is like, is this all we're going to do is just get high? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Again, 2006, it's a big deal. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, who cares? You can get I mean, high like, at home. Yeah. And the weed is a lot better now. Yeah. In America. <laughs> so it's not like you go to Amsterdam. Amsterdam's got the good shit. I think you can get the good shit here. Like yeah, in California, it's right Arizona. The, it's right down the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you can get like some fucking, you can get that yeah, fucking drive for, drive for five minutes. You'll find a dispensary. <laughs> But it's a big deal. So they go to this uh, nightclub. They go to this brothel. Okay, so Amsterdam, also red light district. I guess that's something that we don't have in America that's so prevalent. <laughs> uh, but they have the uh, the prostitutes that you can just yeah, it's legal. Yeah, go and pay a little amount of money and get laid. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody put their finger in your butt. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. They, so they're partying all night and they go back to the hostel that they're staying at and uh, it's closed down. There's yeah, a curfew. they missed the curfew. They're locked out. So they're all wasted and they're just being ignorant out on the streets of Amsterdam. People are yelling at them. This guy out of nowhere is just like, hey, come up hey. here. Yeah. So they climb up a fire escape and they go up to this guy's house and there's like these two people. There's this couple like fucking. Yeah. Right in front of them. And they're like, this is awesome. Oli's <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they're too fucked up right now. They don't even know what's going on. Yeah. And so they're just smoking weed and he's talking to them. He's like, what do you guys want uh, to find here in Europe? Or what are you guys looking to do? And they're like, uh, he's like, find women. Get laid. And like, He's like, all right. I know just the place. And he shows them a bunch of pictures of him with a bunch of these beautiful women. And he basically tells them, look, you can go to, because they're planning to go to Barcelona the next day. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to do that. He's like, you can go to Barcelona and not get laid. And end your Europe trip like that, or you can yeah. go to Slovakia or wherever the fuck. It was going. Slovakia, was yeah. It Slovakia, yeah. And he says that it, this place has like the hottest women, and they love Americans. Yeah, he's like, you just start talking, and they'll and be all like, over. "Oh my god!" Makes me question something. My wife brought this up. Eastern Europe is really depicted as sh- a shithole in this movie. Yeah, is. Do Eastern Europeans watch? I don't know what Eastern Europe looks like. Did, like, did they find this movie offensive? Are they just like, we're not fucking, it's not a shithole. <laughs> Probably. And we're not like trying to kill everybody that comes <laughs> over into Eastern Europe. Yeah, our, I'm sure they're like, hey, listen, buddy. And our women aren't like prostitutes, all of them. And like, I don't know. It just kind of really depicts 
Eastern Europe as being yeah shitty to Americans. I think the movie could have taken place anywhere, but I think it was trying to be like naive Americans thinking I, they can I, just do whatever they want. I, I do understand that, yeah. but I was just wondering. Yeah, like, if, you're like if someone made, like, like if there was like a Russian film about America and they're like, all the Americans just fucking eat you and shit. Yeah, I'd be like, like, wait a what? second, wait, hold on a second, we're eating a Russian. No, no, you listen here, sir. <laughs> it was from Yugoslavia. <laughs> like, I'm a vegan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know what you would call that. It's just ignorant. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, they hop the next train. They're like, yeah, jackpot. <laughs> yeah. We're all over that. And, and this also goes to show, goes back to cabin fever also. Like that guy is like in the middle of like everybody getting infected. They just killed that dude in, in cabin fever I'm talking about. Yeah. And he's like, well, time to stick my hand down this girl's pants and try to <laughs> feel her up because guys are just horny. Yep, all the time. We're in a foreign land. Oh, a guy tells us that there's a chance we could get laid. We're going to get on a train and go to another country. We're going to get on a train and just go. (laughs) Yep. Fucking idiots. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, And then there's this weird guy on the train that they see. Dutch guy. Yeah, and he's like showing him pictures of his daughter and stuff. And then he he like touches one of the guy's legs. Kind of uncomfortably. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, 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 and kind of like blows uh, blows up on the guy. And the guy's like, ah, oh, Mascuzzi, I'll, I'll show myself out. <laughs> but, Mascuzzi, <laughs> Mascuzzi. Well, was, was that Euro trip? Euro trip. Mascuzzi, Mascuzzi. Was it Mr. Bean <laughs> who played that? Or is it Fred Armisen? Or, I can't remember. I don't know. It might have been a Mr. Bean Whatever. <laughs> it could have been Fred Armisen. <laughs> it's been a while since I seen I that movie. I seen that forever. <laughs> but, is that the one where it's like... Uh, Scotty doesn't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Fucking Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> I had that song in my head the other day too. I was like, someone, I think it was someone at work's name was Scott. And I was like, Scotty, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. <laughs> anyway, talk about overreaction. Like, I understand someone touches you inappropriately. Like, especially like maybe if you've been through abuse or something like that, you might yeah. have a, a very intense reaction me on the other hand like if somebody touched me i'd probably be like hey, hey that's cool or yeah maybe just, just like move their or hand. you just give them a look like hey but yeah also yeah in europe aren't they a little more free and a little more touchy-feely anyway maybe i don't know i yeah i wouldn't have taken when in rome dude. i wouldn't have taken a major offense to it <laughs> when in rome or just do it or even <laughs> even if i thought somebody was making a move like on me i'd be like oh hey man it's uh yeah, that's, that's not my thing. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're heading to Slovakia. Yeah. Uh, here we can get laid there by women. By women, just to be clear. But yeah, if it's not your thing, then just let them know that hey, it's man, not your thing. I'm flattered, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. It was just, he really went off on them. Yeah, it was weird. To the point where the guy got so uncomfortable that he, he left. left. So, But they arrive at the... To be fair, though, that guy shouldn't have touched him. No. Like, yeah, I'm not on, excusing man. that behavior either. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, like, you know, let's uh, maybe not overreact. Yeah. A measured response. Yes. Like cooler heads prevail. Like a firm no. Like what you say to a dog. <laughs> no. No. Bad. Yeah, you don't grab a newspaper and just smack the shit out of your dog. You yeah. just say no. Get a can with a, a fucking penny in it and yeah. shake it at him. Yeah. <laughs> I sorry. always keep a can with pennies just in case Absolutely. anybody so r- hits on me. Somebody. Yep. <laughs> that I it's an unwelcome gesture. I just mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. no. Sorry. Nope. Married. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> or ma'am. Or ma'am. They get to Slovakia. Yep. Like a little Quentin Tarantino nod. Pulp Fiction was on, but like yeah. in another language. They get to, yeah, they get to the hostel and um, they have a room reserved. King of Swing. 
That's what Ole reserves the room under. His <laughs> name is the, the King, King of, of the Swing. Anyway, they, they're they like, you have to share a room. And they're like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Actually, I think they say that's fucking gay. Ugh. Again. again yeah, I think you're right. They Eli do that Roth in this movie dialogue. too. Mm-hmm. Like, what is with him in dialogue? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather hear him talk about movies than watch his movies. You ever see that movie Knock Knock? Mm-mm. We've talked about though. I feel the same way about Rob Zombie a lot. Like, yes. where I enjoy. I think he's a good director. I don't think he's a particularly good writer. And I think Eli Roth has good ideas. Good. I think he has good ideas. I just like listening to his dialogue. Is yeah, like, it's like ah, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely some of that in this movie. But yeah, they go into the room and oh, the roommates are yeah, two hot, very, very attractive women. They're like, oh, all right, this is this is nice. Yeah, and they're like naked. They're just getting changed, and they're like, "We're going to go to the spa. You should join us." Okay. So they immediately get down to their nothings, and they go down to the spa, and the the two girls are there again. It's two girls, two guys, and some douchebag that follows them around. It's like the <laughs> same holy. formula: yep. five people, three guys, and two girls. But uh, the girls are like, "You guys party? You guys want to party? You want to see breasts? <laughs> Look, we have no clothes on. We are naked. You look at our breasts." These are my areolas. <laughs> yes. They're like, yeah, let's go out and party. So they go out and go to this club and they dance the night away. They do some ecstasy. They get drunk. Yep. They go back to the room. Uh, Oli finds a girl. She just so happens to be the girl who's working the front desk. At oh, the yeah. Hostel. And he's going to take her back. And uh, also, uh, Josh goes outside and gets harassed by a bunch of like little kid hooligans. Like little kids. Like, like, yeah, like a pack like, of them. They're like eight to 12. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Dutch guy from the train shows up and like basically scares the kids off. And Josh is like, hey, man, sorry about what happened earlier. Let me buy you a drink. Yep. So they talk for a little bit. And then um, but then he goes back to Svetlana. Yeah. Jo- or Josh bangs Natalia, I think. Oh, yeah. Natalia. Yeah, and packs and bangs Svetlana. Svetlana. Yeah. They go back to the ho- uh, the hostel and they. Uh, everybody banging. Everybody bangs on. Oli is banging the front desk girl. And uh, the next morning they wake up and Oli's not around. Right. And they go to the front desk and like, hey, where's our friend? They're like, oh, he checked out. Like, what? They're like, that's weird. That was not like him. He, he would have told us. Yeah. There's also this Asian girl oh, who's yeah. crying and uh, she runs up to them and she's got a picture. Okay. So this is also 2006. So it's like before smartphones. It's like everybody's <laughs> got a flip phone with the, remember the, like the quality of the camera? Oh yeah. It was real shitty. Yeah. But oh man, I thought that was the coolest thing. Like you could take a picture with your phone. What? Yeah. And I could send it to you <laughs> through a text message. Get the fuck out of here. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> what was the phone that I had? I don't remember. I had a flip phone for years. I think when I met, my I had a flip wife, phone too. Yeah. My wife, which was in 2009, I was still rocking oh, the wow. flip phone. 2009, I think I had a BlackBerry. Remember those with the little trackball? She had she had a BlackBerry esque type thing. It wasn't like a full on BlackBerry, but yeah. it was like a like a model underneath. And uh, she got an iPhone, iPhone 3GS. Oh man, the pinnacle of technology. And then for my birthday, she bought me one. That's how I knew it was meant to be between me and her. <laughs> for a birthday gift, she got me an iPhone. That's pretty awesome. What a gift that was. I'm easily pleased. I mean, a couple of NECA figures and couple of you NECA got my f- pants off. And, and, but yeah, an and iPhone, and a I'll marry you. And a finger in your asshole. <laughs> Woo. An iPhone, I'll marry you. So that's what I did. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, but back in 2006, having those phones, 
fuck that was amazing anyway she comes up to him and she's like look uh, well she's speaking like broken english but she's saying here's a picture of your friend and my friend yep they're together and they're both not smiling in the picture it looks like uh, like a like a picture they take of somebody who's being held hostage yeah yeah it's not a good photo <laughs> but pax is like send that picture to me i want to see that and so she does but they're like all right you hang out here we'll come back we're gonna go look for our friend and see where he is but uh, you hang out here. So they go looking around and uh, they see somebody who's wearing like the same Yeah, they jacket. see him. They're like, oh, there he is. And so they run after him and they go into this like torture museum. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to that place. <laughs> it looks fun. But they run into the guy. And, and it's not are, him. And it's not Oli. And they're like, where'd you get that jacket? What was his response? I don't know. Probably like none of your fucking business. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I got, know. It, at the, I got make, it at the jacket store. They make more than one, ja- one yeah, jacket. Yeah, exactly. And then they get a text from Oli and it says, I go home. Like, oh, yeah, and that's a, weird. And, and a selfie of him. Yeah. And then we see um, elsewhere, Oli's, <laughs> Oli's decapitated head. Just his head. And it was the head that was in the photo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's all that's left of him. <laughs> so they cut off his head. And we and, see that, like, the, whoever killed him or cut his head off is texting them. Yep. Like, oh. You know, similar to uh, our criticism of um, Cabin Fever, pacing-wise in Eli Roth's movies, this is now 33 minutes into the movie that yes. something happens. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. And even that something isn't really like something. It's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, okay. I mean, like I knew something bad happened to Oli. Yeah, me too. But I was, as I was watching the movie, I was like, when do we get to the killing? Yeah. And so we haven't even seen a killing yet. No. <laughs> We've just seen a head decapitated. Pax and Josh are still looking for Oli. They're still really concerned. And oh, then Yuki, real quick. We also see, okay, I think it's where you're going. We also see that the Asian girl that was missing Right around the same time, we see her getting her toes snipped off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I was going to say. Yuki, who is, the, I think, the friend. Yeah, I think let, you're right. Let me just make sure. The other one is uh, Kana? Kara? Oh, no. You, yeah, Yuki is the one who's getting her toes snipped yeah. off. And uh, I think Kana? Kana. Is the friend. Yeah. So she's back at the lobby of the hostel. And she's like... She, it's kind of a cool cut there because her friend is getting her toe actually clipped off and mm. she's cutting her toenails yeah. when it cuts back. So, but we don't know why, like she's chained to that chair and she's getting her toe chopped off. So yeah, it's like, like, what the hell what the fuck is going on? But anyway, the boys come back to the lobby and they're like, any word from Oli? No, nothing. Svetlana and Natalia are like, you guys want to go party? We're going to go party again. Yeah. And they're not really in the mood, but they're like, Hey, you know what? What's well, Josh one, one more night. Yeah, Josh, Josh doesn't want to, but Pax, but is, Pax like, is all about it. Yeah, he's like, look, we can leave tomorrow and we'll not go to Barcelona fuck these tomorrow. girls. Yeah. Or we can fuck these girls and, and leave then go. tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, what would you rather do? Yeah, door number two. And so, again, being guys, they're like, well, let's think with our dicks instead of our heads. You fools. You damn fools. So they go out and they go partying. They invite uh, Kana to come with them and she declines it. Yeah. But they go out and they get drunk. And then Josh is like, I don't feel good. Yeah, I don't feel so good, buddy. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, so he goes stumbling back to the hostel. And, um, and then Pax is still there, and he's like, you know what? I don't feel so good myself. Josh passes out in the in the hostel in his bed. Yeah. And he wakes up the next, well, wakes well, up, who knows when. And uh, we just see from his point of view, like through, like a hood. He must be wearing a hood. He can only see out of like one hole or yeah. something. And we see this person dressed in like uh, an apron with a medical mask yeah, on. He's in like a dungeon. Yeah. And that person comes over and he like rips the hood off of him. Yeah. And we see who it is. 
it's the, it's Dutchman. the Dutchman. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. And uh, they're talking, and and well, Josh he, is screaming. Yeah. And Josh is like, I'll pay you money. What do you want? And he's like, I paid money to, for you. Mm-hmm. I'm paying them. He's like, what? And he proceeds to just. Grabs a drill. Grabs a drill first and drills into his thigh. Drills holes like all over his legs. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was cool too. Like when he pulls the drill and he sets the drill back down, there's like meat all around the bit. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever drilled like into wood? Into wood and the wood's still there? Yeah. Yeah, It was a lot like that. It was gross. Yeah, it was nasty. And he tells him like, hey, I always wanted to be a surgeon, but I couldn't because I got got the shaky shaky. hands. I don't have the steady hand. So I'm going to do a little surgery on you. Yeah. And he starts cutting him. Well, he cuts his... uh, he makes a couple of slices oh. off screen. Yeah, we don't know exactly and what he, he did. And then he opens the door and he's like, Josh, you can yeah, go. you're free to go, buddy. And so Josh goes to stand up and he slit his Achilles tendon. On both legs. Oh, oh awful. Anytime oh. that gets slit in a movie. No. Pet man, cemetery? No, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> oh. So Josh obviously falls down. Yeah, he's then, not feeling so good. And then the guy... like He quickly puts him out of his misery, though. He slits his throat with a scalpel. Yeah. He did. He did. Which kind of surprised me because they had kind of set Josh up as the main character in the movie. Definitely. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay. They definitely set Josh up as the main yeah, character. I, like, oh, I, I, guess, thought, I guess Pax is the main character. And I remember when I first saw this movie, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That was my reaction. This is my first time. Yep. So now Pax. Okay. So let's cut back to where Pax was. Pax was in the, uh, in the nightclub. Dis- the, yeah. And he was trying to find the bathroom. And he went to the wrong room. He wandered into like a closet. And got and, locked in. Yep. And passed out. The next morning, he wakes up, and uh, he goes back to the um, hostel, and he's like, oh, "I want my room key." He's like, "You didn't you guys check out already?" Yeah, he's like, "You already checked out." He's like, "What?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Isn't this your bag?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Where's my friend?" He's like, "Your friend checked out." He's like, "What about the Asian girl that was the Japanese girl that was here?" And he's like, "She they left they together." Yeah, he's like, "What?" He's like, "That's fucking weird." Yeah. So he's like, "Just give me my fucking room key." So he goes up to his room. Like it's a new room now. No, it's the same room. Oh, it's the same room. It's the same room, and he goes up into it, and instead of Natalia and Svetlana being there, it's two girls who look exactly like them, kind of. Yeah, and they uh, say more this, hot chicks, and they say the same thing. Like, let's go to the spa. It's very deja vu. Yeah. It's like, what? And he's like, what the fuck is going on? So he's walking around. He's gonna look for Natalia and Svetlana because he's like, he needs some questions to be answered. So he goes wandering around. He finally finds them. Yeah. And when he does, right before that, the pack of wild children steal his phone. So now he doesn't have a phone. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. Those kids come back. Yeah, but he does find them at a bar. Yeah. Him and Josh, when they were walking around earlier looking for Oli, they see those kids. Those kids, like, block them. Mm -hmm. And Josh heard from the Dutch man how to bribe those kids. Just give Give them them candy. Give them candy or, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I I just wanted to notate that because that comes into play later. Right. But, anyway, um, but he finds Natalia and Svetlana at this bar. And he goes in there and he sees them and they're fucked up. They're yeah. like strung out. <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like junkies. Yeah, they're like out of it. And they look, they're they're not pretty anymore. I mean, they're, I mean, they're still pretty people, but they're, they're a little disheveled. They're made up to look like they're fucking strung out. Yeah. And he's like, I want to know where my friends are. And they're like, oh, Pax, just have a beer and just relax. And, and he's like, no, I want to know where my friends are. And they're like, they're, they're at an art exhibit. Yeah. He's like, well, I want to go. I want to see some fucking art. Take me to this art exhibit. <laughs> and so Natalia says, okay, I'll yeah, take right. you. And so Pax looks at Svetlana and he's like, you're not coming. She's like, I've already seen that art exhibit. And he's like, oh, whatever. So Natalia takes him with a driver mm-hmm. to this warehouse. 
And when they get there, he recognizes it because it, it was in the background of the selfie with Oli and Yuki. Yeah. So he's like, oh, weird. Yep. So he goes there and... Um, and he asked the guy at the ticket counter, he's like, how much to see the exhibit? And he's like, for you? Free. One thing I'll note, <laughs> when he first gets there, there's this Asian gentleman walking out and oh, asks yeah, him. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, what's his face? Takashi Miike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I caught that too. Yeah. But anyway, he goes in. He's walking through and he's like, I want to go f- find my fucking friend. And Natalia's kind of making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's laughing. Like, You're big bad American. <laughs> and uh, he goes and she's like, he's right down the end of that hall. And so he goes down to the end of the hall and there he sees Josh like laid out on a table. Yeah. And the Dutch man Just is like mutilating him. Open heart surgery. On oh, him. so gross. Yeah. And so he's like, fuck. And he runs out. He calls Natalia a bitch. And she's like, hey, I got a lot of money for you. Yep. She's like, I made you my bitch. Yep. And then these <laughs> thugs come and grab him and drag him away. Yeah. And as they're dragging him, we see several different rooms of just people being tortured. Yep. All sorts of people. I believe the other Asian girl is in one of those rooms yep. too. He gets dragged to a room and he's bound up and uh, they bring a guy in to torture him. Yeah. And it's a German dude. And... uh they point a gun at Pax and they're like, say something. And so he says, what do you want me to say? And he's like, see, he's American. It shows him a passport. And then he like quick on his feet. He's like, I'm not American. Look at me. Cause he's a, uh, you know, Latino. Hispanic. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm not American. Look at me. He's like, mm, you're American. Your passport <laughs> American says American. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> and so the guy starts, he's going to start working on him. And then, uh, Pax pleads with him in German. Yeah, because he knows German. Yeah. And he starts talking to him in German, and the guy is like, ugh. Shut the fuck up and gags him. Yeah. Puts a ball gag in his mouth. And then what does he do to him first? Puts a gun to his head, but he doesn't actually shoot him. No, and then Pax starts throwing up in his... Well, cool, because the dude fires up a chainsaw, and Pax is like, oh, shit, and yeah, barfs. Yeah. So the guy takes the ball gag out. Because he doesn't want him to choke to death on his barf. Yeah. And then the guy chainsaws couple of his fingers off yeah his pinky and his ring finger cuts he, him right off but he also cut uncuffs him yeah. by doing that and so now paxton can move and then the guy when he's walking at him with the <clears throat> chainsaw slips on the fingers yeah he slips in Pax's blood falls backwards and the chainsaw like gashes his leg oh i thought it was his midsection oh so gross but whatever it's like killing him well paxton Falls forward and reaches for the gun, grabs the gun and shoots the guy. Yeah, shoots him right in the head. Yep. Maybe it was his leg. Maybe it was very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it was. Um, the yeah. end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So um, so then Pax calls for the guard in German mm-hmm. to get his attention. And the guard comes, he shoots and kills him. And gets the keys and uncuffs himself. Yeah. And then he sneaks around. Yeah, and he ends up hiding on a cart full of, of dead, dead bodies. Body parts. Well, gross. Because <laughs> this guy, oh, the biggest hunchback ever in the history yeah. of hunchbacks. Oh, that guy needs back support. <laughs> Big time. He needs surgery is what he needs. <laughs> he uh, Fucking Quasimodo. He's like chopping up the body parts and like throwing them in. Uh, is he incinerating them or is he meat grinding them? I don't know what he's doing. I can't remember. But he's doing something. He's like the butcher. But Paxton surprises him and kills him. And then... Uh, like I said, he slowly is finding his way out. He just wants to escape. And uh, yeah, he takes an elevator and he finds uh, kind of like a locker with clothes and he changes yep. into some nice attire. Yeah. So he can escape. And then you got the biggest douchebag in the history of the world. <laughs> when he finds a business card, yeah. this Bloodhound uh, logo on it, and it's like some 
kind of business card. Yeah, and it says elite hunting. And then he flips it over on the back, and I think it says 5,000 Russian, 10,000 European, 25,000 American. Yeah. Like, hmm. So this douchebag comes in, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm ready for this. Ooh, oh, it's such a rush. Yeah, and he's like very aggressive with uh, Pax. Yeah. And he's like, show me your tattoo, because they have to get these tattoos of this, be like, part of blood, this club bloodhound. Yeah, it's just really, really strange. But he has this interaction with the guy, and the guy's like, yeah, I'm going to go fucking do it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> fucking bloodhound gang. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm going to fucking do it. And so he leaves. And so Pax is like, okay, fuck that guy. Um, and he goes to leave, and he hears this screaming yep. of this woman. Yeah, yeah, that's the Asian girl. Yep. Yeah. Kana, he hears her. He's like, ah, so he, fuck. He's about ready to escape, but he goes back. And uh, he goes back, and that's the douchebag dude who's like killing her. He's, he's like torturing like a blow torch with to her face. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, it's so gross. And, and he, her eyeballs like hanging oh. out. Oh, anyway, bad. Pax goes in there and kills that guy. Yep. And then uh, he he, tells, sn- he snips her eyeball oh. off because it's just hanging by a, like a thread. Oh. Why would you think that that's what to do? Yeah, leave it. Put some tape over it or something. I don't know what I don't know what I would do. I'd wrap that. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I would not but have cut it off. He though. cuts it off, and like all this like orange pus comes out of it. Yeah. Oh, it made me want to throw up. <laughs> but anyway, he takes her and he's guiding her through. I mean, she's tough. Yeah, like she she's running with him. They finally make it to a car. Yeah, and there's a chase because they're there's, after him. Yep, there's a car chase, and uh, he's driving through these alleys, and uh, he comes across those group of kids. Well, in the car is a bag full of candy yeah another thing heroin addicts like candy did you know that i did not know that that's like a thing huh yeah so sweet that's, tooth. that's that's the other thing why i think they're all on heroin mm. and there's this candy so they can like, satisfy that sweet tooth pax gives the candy to the kids yeah um and he's able to drive away well the car that was chasing after him comes up and the kids are blocking they it. got nothing and they get out. The guys are like, move, 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 you know, in, in Slovakian. And the kids just throw rocks at their heads and like just <laughs> fuck them up. Oh, my God. They just beat the shit out yeah, of them. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Pax and uh, Kana make it to oh, a before checkpoint. Before they get to the train, though, they see Svetlana, uh, Natalia, and oh, Alex. Yeah. They're all together. And they're yeah. like, oh, you motherfuckers. Yep. And he just rams them with the car. Yep. And then, and oh, then the other car finishes the job. Yeah, Natalia. The like, yeah, yeah, he just like runs right over her, yeah. killing her. But uh, they make it to like a checkpoint, and the cops are checking for IDs and everything. And he's like, fuck, we're not going to make it out of there. So they just hoof it on foot to mm-hmm. the train station. They get to the train station, and Kana sees her reflection in like um, a oh, glass. Yeah. Yeah, like a directory or something. Yeah, and she's like, fuck. Yeah. So she jumps in front of a train. Oh, Kills sad. herself. But it works out because that creates a diversion. He gets on the train, and uh, he starts heading out, and uh, he hears the Dutchman talking. Yeah, he's like, what? So he follows him, and he catches the guy taking a shit in the, <laughs> in the next, when they have, whenever the train stops. Yeah, yeah, like at a different station. And he goes in there. And yeah. he chops off the guy's fingers while he's shitting. And then he takes a guy off of the stall and shoves his face into the toilet of his own shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'll teach him. <laughs> oh, so and gross. then he slits his throat. <laughs> yeah. And leaves him for dead. And then he walks out. He boards out on another train. Yep. And that's it. And then, uh, yeah. 
it's done. That's the movie. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on it. You know, I, I liked this better than Cabin Fever. The pacing is still an issue. It takes a while to get going, but once it gets going, it doesn't let up. Uh, a lot of the gore, I mean, some of it's disgusting, like the the drill to the leg. Uh, the eyeball. The eyeball. And then you got some off-camera stuff, like we don't see the slit for the Achilles, but we see the aftermath. That was gross. A lot of good gore. I liked the characters for the most part. You know, they're a little douchey, but I liked the the character arc of Pax that, you know, he kind of becomes a hero and tries to save the day. Yeah. I liked it more than I thought I would. Uh, I would definitely watch it again. I went three on this one. I'm right there with you. I think this movie gets a three from me as well. Hostel is a movie that, um, again, when I first watched it, I don't know if I liked it right away. The pacing was a little slow. But I did like it better than Cabin Fever, I remember. Yeah. And there's still some dialogue issues, like some of the stuff that's yeah. like, ugh, you could have. But I mean, I guess to Eli Roth's credit, I was talking about his dialogue and how I didn't like it. But I guess to his credit, is like, that's kind of how douchebags talk. Yeah. Right? Like, Josh and Pax are douchey characters. There is a, there is a character But there's arc. an arc where, yeah, you grow to care for them. Yeah. And so he starts off kind of very, like, bro dude. And then he ends up a, a different way. And maybe maybe I'm not giving Eli Roth enough credit in the fact that this is how these assholes talk. He's, <laughs> he's really just making fun of these assholes yeah, yeah. with his dialogue because he's like, that's how you all talk. Maybe. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit by saying <laughs> that. But anyway, uh, it is it is rather slow. There is a build that it's like, okay, when's something going to happen? But that's a pattern in a lot of Eli Roth movies is like there's this half of the movie is just all build. But once it gets going, it's pretty balls to the wall. This was the start of like this gore porn, like saw um, and saw in this movie. I think this movie does a better job with the gore because it's not overwhelming. There's parts where you're like, fuck. And then it leans back and then you're like, fuck. But like you said, a lot of it happens off camera. Mm -hmm. Even even when he saws in the guy or drills in the guy's leg, like we don't see, we see the drill. We see the leg. It's kind of like in Texas chainsaw. When we see the hook, we see the girl, yeah. and then we see the result. We see the leg, we see the drill, and then we see the meat on the drill afterwards. And we and, see the holes in the leg. And the yeah. thing about it is, is like that the acting, Josh, when he's getting tortured, oh yeah, like, it's believable. Was fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal. That being said, I mean it's not like oh god, Hostel's my favorite fucking horror movie of all time. Yeah, no, no, no. no. But I will say this. But I would recommend it. I would recommend it, and it would make me not want to travel back back (laughs) through Europe. Yeah. Uh, When I saw that movie, I was like, fuck that, I ain't going there. See, and I thought the movie was going to be about the hostel itself being like where the people get tortured and killed. Yeah, no. That's kind of what I thought. It's like they lure them. But yeah, that's like the farm system for the... Yeah, yeah, the factory. Exactly. <laughs> my, my thought on this is um, uh, fucking the people who run this, like whatever elite gaming mm-hmm. or hunting or whatever it is, they um, get all these young women addicted to drugs and then they and then make, pay them to they lure. make them get yeah. this thing and then they'll get they the drugs. fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Because there was another movie and I forget I forget what the movie was called, but basically like. Kill Bill took a lot from this other movie. Maybe it's called They Call Me One Eye. Oh, that sounds familiar. It might be that movie. Regardless of what it is, is about this girl who gets kidnapped and they get her addicted to heroin. And then um, after she's addicted to heroin, then she has to do whatever they ask to get her, her to fix. do. So they'll give her the fix. Blech. I know. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. Nah. Anyway. Don't do drugs, kids. 
Don't do drugs. <laughs> three out of three Pamela Voorhees heads. There average. See it if you haven't seen it. Uh, they made Hostel 2, which Eli Roth did. And then there's Hostel 3. And uh, I've seen Hostel 2. I tried to watch Hostel 3. <laughs> Couldn't make it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I Maybe I didn't give it a fair shake, but I... Yeah, you probably did. I started watching it and I was like, mm. I'm good. And the fact that when they make sequels to movies and the original filmmakers aren't coming back... It usually tells you something. Yeah. Like Hostel 2, Eli Roth did. And I watched it. And it was... Well... We'll yeah, but eventually they'll, some other time. they'll step away and just become a producer. It's yeah. like, eh, just give me the money. And they're a producer just because it was their movie originally, yeah. and so they have to pay them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. If you have any thoughts on Eli Roth, Cabin Fever, or Hostel, please let us know. You can contact us. How can they contact us, David? On social media, we are on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, and TikTok. Just search the Swearwolves. Same with YouTube. Uh, on Instagram, we are the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, drop us a message there, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Oh, oh I'm going to go get some loving. Me too. Stupid. This is stupid. God, we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's my jaw. Damn. Oh, gross. <laughs> you fucking freak. I am. Now <laughs> you got me wanting to crack shit. Yeah, my neck always cracks and pops. I can also do a thing with my knee and my ankles. Yeah. Roxy's got a funny one with her hip, where she does this little roundhouse kick thing, and every time she does it, it uh, makes a, a popping noise. I'll make her do it when she comes over. Like, Give us a roundhouse. <laughs> And she fucking laughs every time she does it. But why? How would you know that? Like, is she practicing roundhouse kicks? Yeah, I guess so. Just roundhousing. She's like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's a funny sound. I'm still gonna fuck you up though. <laughs> fuck you up with my Get your ass leg. over here. I think it does it with both. And every time I kick, I'm gonna laugh. I joke. I'm like, when you're older, you need hip replacement. Jokes on you. Yeah. I'll just need everything else replaced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like my dick, my ear. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Uh, All right, ready? Uh, yes. Is that Roxy? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Oh, I think she just dropped it by the door like a goddamn DoorDash person. Hold on. <laughs> she didn't even come in. Hold on. I didn't get to see her do I a know, hold on. Kick. I'll get to track her down. <laughs>